Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Today's episode is a clip from an exclusive interview with Darren focused on leadership. In this clip, Darren talks about leaders who demonstrate the most valuable traits all leaders should possess. Now, here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. A guy I love uh, is the late great John Wooden. And I guess what I would have drawn from John is, is that he's the winningest coach in the history of college basketball, 10 NCAA championships in 12 years. And so he's known for being a winning coach, but he, to his players, never focused on the X's and O's. It was always about shaping their character. He cared for them as human beings. And he knew that if he cared more for his players into shaping them in, in his case, into good men, that when it came time to perform on the, on the court, that character would show up when it was needed most. And so I, I really learned that you put the person before the, the plays or the profit or the strategies. So that was John. Um, Coach K is another one. And what I learned from Coach K is, as I had mentioned in understanding my father is, is that he taught me that different players need t- different coaching. So some kid needs a, a smack upside the head, another kid needs a pat on the back, another one needs to be shaken by the shoulders, another one needs an attaboy, another one needs just an extra meeting after practice to show that you, you care. He says you have to coach each player differently according to how they need to be coached, not how you want to coach them. Uh, and that was an invaluable lesson. Howard Schultz is another guy that I would point out, and he demonstrated not only creating what is known as Starbucks and built this unbelievable brand and then sailed off into the sunset and then 2008 happened and they cratered and then he came back in on a white horse to try to save the day and everybody counted him out and McDonald's were spending billions of dollars to try to put them put them under and he had to figure out how to come up with a, a half a billion dollars in short order or they were gonna go financially insolvent. And so he's getting pressure from his uh, shareholders to cut their healthcare expense because that would be $300 million, most, mostly solve the problem. And he was on the phone with one of his largest institutional uh, investors and said, hey, you got plenty of coverage, you know, the financial crisis, everybody would understand, you know, uh, this is the right thing to do for the company's future. And he said, if that's what you want me to do, sell your stock, because I will not do that. I will not put the employees that I've made promises to at risk. Um, you'll destroy the brand, you'll destroy our character, you'll destroy, destroy the integrity. And um, I just admired that resilience and, and resolve to do right by his people. He saw his father, he grew up in the projects in um, Brooklyn and his father got hurt and couldn't work and his company fired him and, and, and his family became destitute as a result of it. And he grew up on food stamps. And he said to himself, if I ever got in a position where he could take care of the people who took care of the company, that he would do that. And that was the, a moment of resolve. So that's always uh, stuck with me. Another guy uh, that I have become good friends with is Bill McDermott. He is, was the CEO of SAP and now he's the CEO of ServiceNow. And what I drove from him is the guy just is a force of nature of positivity. Um, he just sees everything of, of what's possible. Uh, you could tell him he's got a stain on his shirt and he's going to tell you why that's going to be 
you know, what's <laughs> what's going to be the, the 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 turnaround for the day. And uh, whenever I'm going into a meeting or on a phone call or or going into a difficult situation, I always think, how would Bill greet this audience, start this meeting, handle this difficult conversation with an employee? And so that just constant, relentless, positive, hopeful spirit is what I drew from him. And then a litany of amazing Maverick business leaders and entrepreneurs that I've had a chance to get to know personally because they've been part of our, our mentor circles. People like Dave Linegar, the founder of Remax. I mean, two-tour Vietnam vet and the founder of a probably the most recognizable brand in the world. But I mean, the, 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 what he was besieged with by competitors to, to create this legacy of a 45, almost 50 year brand is just incredible. But to think he's really tough. I mean, he is uh, a tough guy, but what he really is is a softy inside. He's just one of the most loving, caring, generous people I've ever gotten to know. So you, I, I learned you could be tough and you could be soft at the same time. Mark Sparks is another one. He's also become a good friend and, and he's, built a dozen companies to nine figures and uh but his wife will describe him as he's just a guy that gets up like a puppy every day shaking his behind just excited about the day ahead and I asked him is he always this positive I've never seen him mad angry or upset he's like he's just like a like a new puppy every morning and so he brings that into he imbues that spirit in every room that he enters there's never a it's not never any terse or or uh, conflict in the air when he's in the room. And he, he's a builder, he's built the most amazing things. And the difficulty that he's had to go through, but always with a positive can-do spirit. Uh, Gary Morris, who's the, one of the two founders of, of Dominion Lending in, in Canada, the guy's just a force of nature. He just, you know, there's a wall, you say, Gary, go through it, he goes through it. Like he's just a, he's just a, a rhino in a, a rhino in the in, in this marketplace and as a result of it he came from nowhere with no experience in the mortgage industry and built the largest brand by many times over in uh canada in the mortgage industry so he's another cody foster uh who is the one of the two uh, owners of advisors excel and what i learned from Cody is, he has created this fantastic success they started in their early 30s at the kitchen table and now they're one of the behemoths in the financial advisory business but he has done a lot to give back to the community. Like he, he as an organization, they really do substantial things within their community to give back and to invest in their people. Um, it's not just lip service. They, he really reinvests in, in his team and in his clients. Sid Pagatapati, another beautiful spirit and soul. And, and the, the greatest thing that I would point out about Sid is this guy truly invests in his team. He finds the best that he can find in the world. And then he gives them the training um, and, and lets them fly. And, and, and he's built a numerous big companies as a, result of, as a result of that. And, you know, then I guess last couple would be Misty Lown. Uh, she's really embraced the white knight where she took becoming a dance studio owner and, and reshaping it into the way to empower girls self-esteem and it's turned it into a, uh, national if not international movement and what she does to contribute to her community of other dance studio owners but then also her local community it's just it's just remarkable uh 
and it's authentic, right? It's it's real. And and then Brad Patterson is another part of our VIP elite group, and and he's a guy that is a student and he learns it, and then he teaches it to his team and he lets them do it. He releases them to do their great work without over managing and over involving himself in the process. And so I think that's a, a another really great example. But so so many uh, amazing leaders that people can look to in these times because we're out, where are the real leaders? There are a lot of real leaders uh, out there and uh, I'm privileged to have known many of them.